This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. says is so significant. He says, you know, I don't have any money, but what I do have, I give to you. What did he have? Did he have healing? He didn't have healing. You understand? God has the healing. Peter didn't have the healing. What Peter had was belief. He had faith. He knew who was talking to him. He knew his nature. He knew his character. He knew his voice. He knew he could trust Him. That's what he was giving. God promises to do amazing things through us when we trust Him. He has demonstrated this time and time again in the Bible and even in the lives of people here today. In today's message, Pastor Robert reminds us that sharing the trust and love we have for God is one of the most powerful gifts we can give. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Often, people will get healed under the ministry of a liar, a scoundrel, someone who claims to be something they're not. They get on TV and they're selling prayer and selling healing and fleecing the flock of God. They're complete hypocrites, complete scam artists. And yet people get healed. People get ministered to. People get, why? Because God loves you so much. That's why. And if you, in ignorance and immaturity, go to a wolf expecting God to bless you through their touch, God will bless you. Because He loves you. And it's His intention. It's His desire to bless you and to minister to you and to give you what you need and to touch your life. That's His, that's his desire. And He'll deal with the wolf later. Do you understand? Peter and John were willing. They walked up, they were willing. And I think they were all set to walk right past this man just like they had done repeatedly until the Spirit of the Lord spoke to Peter's heart. And I, I'm telling you, I look forward to asking him what that was like. You know, was it, Peter, was it, I mean, was it loud? You know, I mean, did you just absolutely know that, you know, there was no question about it? You know, it was just one of those, you know, Peter, you know, just loud. Or was it that gentle, quiet nudge like you and I have experienced from time to time? People will tell me, I, you know, I just I don't understand. How do, you, how do you hear the voice of the Lord? Have you ever been ready to do something? You're, in the, you're ready to do it. And there's just this thing inside that says, that's wrong. That's wrong. Don't do that. You can regret this. That's God. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
I believe we've all heard him at one time or another. And maybe we've not recognized, we've not realized we were, we were hearing him, but that gentle nudge. And I think that's probably what happened here with Peter. They're walking along, and, and all of a sudden, and Peter's just looking at him. He fixes his eyes on him. Because the Holy Spirit has whispered in his ear, Peter, I'm going to heal him today. I wonder, what was Peter's reaction? I know what my reaction probably would have been. Really? You sure? I mean, Lord, if you want to heal him, I, I, that'd be awesome. But I mean, are you sure? Lord, I'm hearing you, right? It's not just me. Because I, I don't want to say to this guy, born with the crippled, twisted ankles, I, I don't want to say to him, rise and walk, and then him not be able to. I mean, that would just be humiliating, wouldn't it? And completely irresponsible and unloving. If you don't know that you know that you know, I mean, if you're not absolutely certain that God has told you to say to that person, rise and walk, you better not say it, right? I mean, that's just a big deal. This person who for their entire life has, has been completely crippled. I mean, think about it. There's Not only are his ankles all twisted, but he's never been up on his feet. So what does that say to us about his leg muscles? There are none. You ever seen anybody that's been paralyzed? You know, and we had a, a man in the church that had an accident, was paralyzed from like the chest down, and big man, big man. But within a relatively short period of time, he just, he just shriveled up. I watched one of the police officers here in Miami Beach lose over 100 pounds before he woke up out of his coma. Over 100 pounds melted away. This man had, he had no muscles. He had no structure in the, in the legs. And, and, and Peter looks at him and, and says to him, look at me. And I wonder what went through the man's mind. You know, he looks up and expecting, you know, what? You know, and, and Luke tells us he's expecting to receive something. I, I mean, I wonder if he's like, you know, the guy must be, this man must be planning to give me more than just a small little coin here. Maybe I'm going to get more than a quarter for a change. Why? And then what Peter says is so significant. He says, you know, I don't have any money. But what I do have, I give to you. What did he have? Did he have healing? He didn't have healing. You understand? God has the healing. Peter didn't have the healing. What Peter had was belief. He had faith. He knew who was talking to him. He knew his nature. He knew his character. He knew his voice. He knew he could trust him. That's what he was giving. Do you think that this crippled man ever had any problems trusting Jesus after that day? No. He'd been born with bones that were all out of joint, not aligned correctly. They didn't work, and the leg muscles never developed. And because the leg muscles never developed, the back muscles never developed. I mean, the, the, lower, the whole lower part of his body, was just, it just didn't work because he'd never walked. He didn't have balance. And Luke tells us in an instant that all changed. In an instant, as Peter reached down to him, lifted him up, everything popped into place. And the wording in the Greek is, is very specific. You know, Luke was a doctor. And the way he words it, apparently, 
speaking specifically about the bone structure, that these things all of a sudden popped into place and this man leapt to his feet. Which means that all of a sudden there was muscle tissue where there had never been before. And this man leaps up. And though he has never stood on those two legs, he can stand. Though he has never walked on those two feet, he can walk. And he goes with them into the temple. And now everybody freaks out. Thousands of people gather around. And we know that because thousands of them end up getting saved. Because Peter and John were willing and they were discerning. They recognized, though we have passed this man day after day after day after day with no prompting whatsoever to meet his need before, today we're being told to do so. Listen to me. You never know. Just because that family member or that friend has never been open to the gospel, just because God has never nudged you to take action or do anything where they're concerned, that doesn't mean that today's not their day. It may very well be, if you're willing. We need to be discerning. We need to be ready and willing to be used by God, even in the miraculous and we need to be wise because you see the other thing that Peter, Peter, as he fixed his eyes on him, I wonder if he asked the question, Lord, do you want me to give him money? See, they had the resources just because Peter didn't have it in his pocket. Doesn't mean he, he actually had no silver or gold. We know that he did because at the end of chapter two, Luke tells us that the thousands of people that were saved when Peter spoke, everybody gathered together. They began to live communally. They sold their possessions, he said, and had all things in common. They laid their resources at the feet of the apostles and gave them authority to use it as they saw fit. Peter had the resources, just not with him. But that man's felt need was not his true need. Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, there's a lot of good stuff in that book. But the basic premise is flawed. And let me tell you why. The Bible is so clear that you and I are not to be need motivated. We're not to be purpose driven. We're to be spirit led. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.